The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, July 20th edition. Hope everybody enjoyed the little break we had for the all-star break, and uh, I sure did. It was uh, nice for four days during the weekday to not uh, get up a couple hours early and get rocking and rolling, but at the same time, missed doing it, missed uh, giving out the info, missed talking baseball. So we are back. We have a 14-game slate on tap. Pretty good one. Uh, a couple pitchers up top. A lot of pitchers in the middle to help make your decision. Hope everybody is ready for a big, big Friday night of MLB DFS action. Hope everybody's enjoying the Open Championship. The wild golf that is in England, as always. I absolutely love it. Uh, sorry, I know it's a baseball podcast, but it's great. I wake up, it's raining there, and they're playing golf because that's what you do. It's absolutely beautiful. So, love it. But let's talk baseball. Uh, your weather tonight. You have some interesting ones. Blowing out the left field at about 11 miles an hour in Philadelphia between the Padres and the Phils. Blowing out to left in Washington between the AE Braves and the Nationals about 12 miles an hour. Blowing in in Detroit between the Red Sox and the Tigers about 16 miles an hour. Also about a 50% chance of rain there, so catch that one. The bats might end up being okay. Pitching, not so much. We'll see as the day goes on. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Wind blowing in from right field about 12 miles an hour. A lot of rain in uh, Cincinnati, so that might be a cross-off game. We shall see because it's a good one to target in that ballpark, but maybe not tonight. Uh, Cleveland, Texas, uber hot. Uh, I believe it's like 104, 105 at first pitch. Going to be really, really warm there as expected. Bats to target on the Cleveland side. Texas can be GPP against uh, Trevor Bauer. We'll see. And then Giants A's blowing out to right center at about 15 miles an hour. Usually not a major factor in the Bay because of the cover at night. But uh, Oakland, the ball does fly out there a bit. So keep that in mind. Let's get to the arms on this slate. You got Trevor Bauer... 13-6, Steven Strasburg, 10-3, leading the way at the 10K and above options. Like I mentioned with Bauer, he's absolutely outstanding. Take nothing away from this man. He's one of the top pitchers in baseball. I talked about him on the, the latest round of the bases pod. He's just filthy, absolutely filthy. Um, he's pitched against Texas once this year, six and two-thirds, four hits, two or an 11Ks for 20, uh, 29 DraftKings points. The weather is a slight concern, so just keep that in mind when you're looking at totals, which I forgot to give you. Let me run those down real quick. See, I'm out of out of sorts. It's been a little while. Braves, Nationals, eight. Mets, Yankees, eight and a half. Padres, Phillies, eight. 
Orioles Jays nine, Red Sox Tigers eight and a half, Marlins Rays seven and a half, Pirates Reds nine. The Globe Life game we're just talking about Indians Rangers nine and a half highest total on the slate. Dodgers Brewers waiting on that one as Wade Miley should be starting for the Brew Crew. Twins Royals nine, Giants A's nine, Rockies D backs waiting on that one. Uh, Astros Angels eight and White Sox Mariners eight and a half. So a lot of eights and above. Only one nine and a half. The highest total is this Indians Rangers game. That's why I mentioned. Trevor Bauer in an interesting spot. The K's will be there. He's a great play if you want to go there. I don't think you need to go there tonight, but he is in play. If you're going above 10K, I'm looking at Steven Strasburg coming off the disabled list through 82 pitches in his last rehab start. All reports are showing he should be good to go. I'd imagine 95 to 100, no problem. I doubt they let him go crazy and like go 115, 120, but in the grand scheme of things, should be just fine. He's faced Atlanta twice this year, 14 and two-thirds innings. 10 hits, 3 earned, 18 Ks in those 14 and 2 thirds. He's averaging 29.9 DraftKings points per start against the Atlanta Braves. And this game is not in SunTrust, which plays well for him. A little more hitter friendly in Washington. When you look at Steven Strasburg, the Braves track out 20.6% of the time. And you have a K rate for Strauss at 29%. He's been outstanding this year. Uh, he gets overshadowed by his teammate Max Scherzer quite a bit, but uh, he's been very, very good. And you look at the Braves, 3.4 total, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's 307, righty's 348. It's kind of a reverse splits. But the Braves, as good as their offense was, it has quieted down because they have a 311 Woba, which is barely average at best, and a 148 ISO, which is really, really bad for right-handed pitching. So they have struggled quite a bit of late. Does that mean they can't wake up? No, anybody can wake up. But uh, if you're going up top, I go Strasburg over Bauer just for the price savings. Uh, that weather does scare me a little bit. I still think Bauer can be great, but... If you can save $3,300 and go into Strasburg, that's where I would go. That's just a logistical thing for you right there. Now we drop down. We go. We, we skip Skaggs. We skip Thor. We go to Robbie Ray at 8800 bucks at home against the Colorado Rockies. You know, Ray has been pretty shaky this year. There's no doubt about it. In, in uh, two starts against Colorado, he's averaging 11 points a game. At home, averaging 13.5. Last time out at Colorado, 18.6. Five and a third, five hits, two earned, eight Ks. Last home starting in San Diego was 11. He's very, very up and down. He's a GPP play, not a cash game play. That's for darn sure. Um, when you look at Robbie Ray, the Rockies strike out 22% of the time against left-handed pitching. Ray's got a 34% K rate right now, but still that walks have killed him for a while. He's got 12.6% walk rate, 13.5% uh, swinging strike, lots of fly balls, lots of hard contact. It's kind of a mixed mash of, of options there with Robbie Ray. Uh, Colorado's team total is waiting for that. That's right, because we're waiting for the total on the game. Lefty's 286, righty's 343 off Ray. So GPPs, he's in play. Not one of my top plays by any means, but he's definitely worth keeping on the radar if you're multi-entering. One of the plays I do like up here is Kyle Gibson at 8600 bucks at the Kansas City Royals. Gibson's been very, very good this year. Much better on the road, averaging 20 points a game on the road. And he's faced Kansas City once this year. Seven innings, five hits, nowhere in eight Ks. For 28.2 DraftKings points. Absolutely filthy his last time out against Tampa Bay where he got 35 points. He had 27 against Baltimore. So he's been very, very good his last two starts. The slider is working like a champ. Um, when it comes to Kyle Gibson, and you're breaking down his matchup against Kansas City, uh, it's a Kansas City team that strikes out 20% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Kyle Gibson, 24% K rate, 46.5% ground ball rate. The Royals have a 4.3 team total. Lefty's 333, righty's 309. But a Woba of 291 and an ISO of 129 are both really, really bad versus right-handed pitching. So Gibson in a phenomenal spot. 
He got him once this year. Hopefully, he can do it again. He's in a great spot at 8600 bucks. Price is up compared to what people are used to with Kyle Gibson. Doesn't matter to me. You know, if the value is there, the value is there, and the value is there with Gibson at 86. I see a lot of people going to Jake Arrieta at 8500 bucks, and I actually don't mind it tonight. Uh, I'm never the biggest Jake fan. He's averaging 17.3 at home, 253 ERA, back to back 22.2, 27.6 point performances at Miami, at Pittsburgh. Now he gets a San Diego team that we love to target, especially with right handed pitching. Uh, they strike out 26% of the time versus right handed pitchers. Arietta isn't getting a ton of strikeouts, 17%, but it's been better the last few starts. He's got a 55% ground ball rate, so two things we really like to target there. San Diego has the fourth lowest team total at 3.6. Lefties, 344. Righties, 293. Not a lot of lefties that really scare you in that San Diego lineup. And, you know, they have a 286 Woba, 122 ice, so we know how bad they are against right-handed pitching. They're even worse than the Royals. They're really, really bad. So Jake Arrieta, 85, is in play for you tonight. I can actually get behind him compared to normal evenings with Jake. Another guy here in the 8Ks. The 8Ks is loaded with options. That's why you can really mix and match and have some fun here today. you got Dallas Keuchel. 8300 bucks on the road at the Los Angeles Angels at Anaheim. He's been better on the road than at home this season. He's coming off a 21.3, 16.4, 26.2 in his last three starts. He's been very, very productive on the hill. He had a goose egg at uh, Toronto, and then prior to that, though, another 27, 23.3. So five of his last six starts have had 16 or more. Four of his last six, 20 or more DraftKings points. An Angels team that can be very scary at times. I'm not going to say it's a cakewalk, but they strike out 20.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Keiko's 18% K rate, but 55% ground ball. And as always, limits the hard contact to 28%. Really good at that in his entire career. Angels have a 3.9 total. It's to seventh lowest on the slate. Lefties 285, righties only 309. And the Angels have a 295 Woba versus lefties, which is not good. That's definitely below average. And a 151 ISO, which is barely average at best if you want to go that way, depending on your average scales for Woba and ISO. So, so Keiko is on the board at 8,300. I think people will get scared away because of the Angels, and they'll go to Arietta or some others. So his ownership could be kind of low tonight and give you a nice option in your tournaments. After Keiko, the last guy in the 8K range we're looking at is David Price, weather permitting at the Detroit Tigers, you get David Price at $8,000. And yes, David Price can be very, very tilting. But that price tag, you have to respect it. Um, he's averaging on the season 16.5 points per game. His last start against Toronto, 25.4. At Kansas City, 14.5. At the Yankees, got schlacked for minus 8. But then the Angels, 25.3. At Minnesota, 8.7. At Seattle, 28.2. 20.7. 21.9. 14 He's been very, very good. couple blow-ups here and there, which do, do happen. It's a Detroit team, but it'll be right-handed heavy, as we always know with them. Tons and tons and tons of righties. They strike out 20.2% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And Price is a minus-170 road favorite, so something to definitely keep an eye on there. Uh, he's got a 24% K rate. Everything else is pretty good uh, with the ground ball, the hard contact, all that good stuff. And when you look at Detroit, they have a 3.7 total, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties, 314. Righties, 345. So, yes, the righties can hit Price, but as a whole... You know, the, the Tigers have a 157 ISO, which is average at best against left-handed pitching. So at the 8K price tag, he does give you tremendous upside. Is it a great play? No, but it does give you big boy upside at that price tag. So in this 8K range, we've got a lot to look at here. i got Gibson 1, Arietta 2, Keiko 3, Price 4, Ray 5. So you got a lot of options there in that 8K range. If you don't want to go all the way up in the 10s, you can definitely mix here. Or you can even add to some options down below 
And we got three that I like here in the 7,400 and below range. We'll kick it off with Herman Marquez at 7,400 bucks. If you aren't using Robbie Ray, you got the opposite side in this matchup in Marquez, who's been absolutely outstanding on the road this season, uh, averaging 21.2 points per game on the road this year. He's faced Arizona three times, 15 innings pitched, seven earned, 16 Ks, averaging 14.2 points per game. His last three starts, one was at home against Arizona, six innings, five hits, two earned, eight Ks for 25.3. He had 22.5 at Seattle and 36.8 at the Dodgers. Been very, very good his last few starts out there. Gets this Arizona team once again, so some might get worried because it's, you know, last team that he faced, facing them again today. Whatever narrative you want, but Arizona strikes out 24.4% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Marquez at 23.5% K rate, 46.2% ground ball rate. So a lot to like there when it comes to Marquez. Lefty's 319, righty's only 286 against Marquez. So yeah, David Peralta could hit 319, Jake Lamb, Descalso, Marte. There are lefties in that lineup for sure. But when you look at the D-backs even deeper, a 295 low, but that's way below average, and a 157 ISO, which is average at best first right-handed pitching. Plus, you're going to hear the narrative, Humidor. They're in Arizona, Humidor. So Herman Marquez at 74 is definitely one I can target down here. A couple others you can look at here, San Gaviglio, 6900 bucks. I think he's going to be a popular name tonight at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Gaviglio is kind of a up-and-down type guy, but at home at a 1.970 RA compared to 7.92 on the road. Averages 15 uh, DraftKings points at home this season. And he's going to face a Baltimore Orioles team that is Machado-less now. This offense has gotten even worse, which is we didn't think was possible. It is it happened. Uh, Adam Jones, they're talking about trading him. There's a lot of guys on the block on that team. So we don't even know who he's going to face when it comes down to it. But what we do know, it's a Baltimore team that strikes out 24.3% of the time. That number probably goes up with the replacement for Machado. So even more strikeouts in that lineup. He's a minus-140 home favorite at $6,900, which is very, very nice. He's got 21.5% K rate, a 50% ground ball rate, and a hard contact of only 30.6%. By no means is this like a lock of all locks, but it definitely lines up to be a phenomenal spot here for Gaviglio, a Baltimore team with a 4.2 total. Lefty's 336, but righty's 309. He's done very, very well with righties. Big swing strike rate and strikeout rate versus righties this year compared to lefties. Chris Davis is the only lefty that stands out in that Orioles lineup, and does that stand out? Probably not so much. They have a 291 below average Woba versus right-handed bat uh, pitching, and a barely average 159 ISO. So when you look at Gaviglio at 6900 bucks, he's very, very much in play in this slate at 6900 dollars. And the last guy we'll mention, it's already been talked about in the Slack chat before I even started recording, because I just had to say this price tag is crazy. I know he can get blown up because he's shown that inconsistency, but can we start respecting Danny Duffy a little bit, please? $6,100 at home against the Minnesota Twins. A Twins team he's faced twice this year, 12 innings, one earned, 13 Ks, averaging 20.7 points per game against the Twins. He's been filthy. Now, he's been better on the road than at home this season, uh, but like his last day road starts, 31-6, 26-7, 25-3. He had a home start against Cleveland at a .9, but against Houston, 5.5. He's been much better on the road, so it's something to think about. But even his last home start against the Twins, six innings, four hits, one earned, four Ks for 14.7. At $6,100, you'd take that. And he's got the upside you're really looking for because what he's doing now, the way he's throwing his fastball, his swinging strike rate, it's all just ballooned the last month or so. If you look at the Twins, they strike out 24% of the time versus lefties. You'd think the Twins are going to be this big-time lefty mashing team. And outside of Dozier, who has heated up, so you can definitely look that way. 
they really haven't been hitting them well at all. Uh, Duffy's got a 20.5% K rate. The walks have been an issue. Does give up a lot of hard contact and fly balls. So that still hasn't come down. It's come down a bunch from the start of the season, but still has a few question marks. When you look at the Twins, they have a 4.7 total. Lefties 348, righties 368 for Stuffy. So it is risky. But the part we like about the Twins, the strikeout rate we love. And then they have a 306 Woba, which is was below average. And a 127 ISO, which is dreadful versus left-handed pitching. So when they hit lefties, they, they don't even hit them with much power. If you look at the Woba and the ISO department. So 6100 bucks. He could get blown up, yes. He's been horrible at home compared to the road. But... This is a different pitcher. I love the matchup against the Twins, who have been much, much worse. So he is in play if you aren't using Kyle Gibson for sure. But uh, down below here, I go Duffy 1, Gaviglio 2, Marquez 3. All really good options to help you mix and match. And get all, you, you can get all the bats tonight. If you don't want to pay up for Bauer or Strasburg, get all the bats. So recapping your pitching real quick. Uh, Strasburg 1, Bauer 2 up top. When you go down uh, in the 8K range, I got Gibson 1, Arietta 2, Keiko 3, Price 4, Ray 5, and when you look down below, Duffy 1, Gaviglio 2, Marquez 3. One more thing, if you're looking at Steven Strasburg, he is our birthday boy of the day. So if you want to play the birthday boy narrative, pitching on his birthday, you never know. He could give you a little extra oomph on your slate. Let's get to the bats, but before we do so, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store, is a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafts, just the way you like it. If you're uh, getting ready for the NFL, which everybody else is, they have best ball drafts, and they're going crazy with their best ball drafts. A lot going on there. Tons and tons of fun. They have the quick ones, the slow ones. Get in, get out, get often. Uh, they have golf. Wait for next week now that the Open's already going on. they got baseball going on every day. Tons and tons of fun there. If you need questions on your lineups there, Hit us up in the Slack chat. Lots to talk about there. But uh, they'll have basketball. They'll have hockey. They have it all. Tons and tons of fun. And when you use promo code SD Sports when you make your first deposit, you get entry into a free $3 tournament. It can be a best ball. It can be baseball. Whatever you want, entry into a free $3 tournament. So go check it out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Promo code SD Sports at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. Now those bats we were talking about on this big 14-game slate where you will have tons of options to pick from. We'll start out with guys like Jan Gomes, 4300 bucks at home, or no, at Texas. With that hitting environment we talked about against Martin Perez, Cleveland has the highest total at 5.3. Lefties, 276, but righties, 435 off Martin Perez. So Jan Gomes is outstanding at the top of your catcher's list. After Gomes, we slide on down, though. You got guys you know, like Buster Posey versus Edwin Jackson's okay, but John Hicks, if you aren't using Price and it doesn't rain, He's got upside there, the right-handed power bat at 3800 bucks against David Price. You could look that direction. Uh, maybe an Andrew Knapp at 38 versus Richards. I don't know if I want to play that much for Andrew Knapp, though. But you go down to a guy like Evan Gaddis. Only 3600 bucks versus Tyler Skaggs. Yes, Tyler Skaggs is a good pitcher. But you look at Evan Gaddis, who crushes left-handed pitching. Lefties are hitting 307 off of Skaggs this year. So Gaddis can be a GPP-type play at 3600 I can definitely get behind that one when you're making your lineups. The farther down you go, like a Mitch Garver against Danny Duffy at 33 could be in play for you as well. Um, Alex Avila at 32. But I love me some Tucker Barnhart as always at 3200 bucks. Jorge Alfaro has been hitting her better the last month. He's 3200 versus Clayton Richards, uh, another guy you could look at in that matchup. Uh, when you drop down to the 3Ks and below, you'll have a few options. You know, you got the, the catchers for the White Sox. If Kevin Smith's hitting against Wade LeBlanc, he's an option down here. Um, He's a cheapy. Other than that, though, maybe a Sandy Leone hitting from the right side against uh, Matt Boyd at twenty eight hundred bucks 
is another guy you can look at down here. But uh, check your lineups as the catcher's position will always open up value on big slates like this. Now let's get to the absolutely ridiculously loaded first base position. We have Jesus Aguilar against Rich Hill at 5,500, which is pretty nice. I respect Rich Hill enough, but that's nice. Muncy does hit lefties well. He's 4,900 versus Miley. So those are two good options up top there. You can go down to like a Goldie if you want or a Justin Smoke or a Joey Votto. They're okay plays. Don't hate them, but not in love with them at those price points. I'd rather look down at a guy like Jake Bowers at 4400 bucks, who was just absolutely crushing it going into the break. Now he goes against J- uh, Dan Straley. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, when you break it down, have a team total of 4.3. Lefties, 378. Righties, 393 off of Straley. So a guy like Jake Bowers at 44, very much so, comes into play tonight. A little more scrolling on the position. Like Justin Bohr versus Nate Eovaldi at 4,100 is outstanding. Brandon Belt at 4,100 versus Edwin Jackson. Two guys down here in the lower fours I definitely would take a look at. Uh, Josh Bell's only 4K versus Tyler Molle, weather permitting. That can be another cheapie for you. Steve Pierce, we know he loves to match lefties. He's first base outfit eligible. He's 4,000 versus Matt Boyd. He's in play for you. Matt Olson in your GPPs at 4K versus Derek Rodriguez is an option as well. I'd rather go to Pierce or Bell probably, but uh, Matt Olson you got to respect the power he brings to the table, especially in your GPP lineups. When you go below 4K now, you got uh, you know Eric Hosmer. If you want to go there at 37, I wouldn't, but he's always in play at a price tag like that. Uh, Matt Davidson, first base, third base, does have some pop versus the lefties. He goes up against Wade LeBlanc. He's 3500 bucks. I can definitely see that as an option for you. When you look at the Chicago White Sox, they have a team total of 3.4. Lefties, 377. Righties, 335. So uh, a guy like Matt Davidson could be a sneakier, low-owned GPP option for you at the position. Uh, Jose Abreu is only 3400 bucks, which is criminal. I know he's been slumping, but that is insane for a guy of his talent level. So if you want a, a really good punt with upside, you go to a guy like Jose Abreu at 34 And then other than that, you know, you got Trey Mancini, who people like at 32 He can be okay. Um, Brad Miller at 3 k probably not tonight. Chris Davis versus Caviglio is only 2900 If you really want to punt the first base position, you go to Chris Davis and hope he runs into one. But that's about it. Let's go to the second base position. we got Scooter Jeanette at 4900 bucks in a great spot there against Jameson Tyon. Lefties can get to Tyon pretty well, and we know the environment there in Great American Small Park. Brian Dozier at 47 versus Duffy. If you aren't using Duffy, it is a very, very solid play for you. Ozzy Albies in a GPP. Jose Altuve at 4400 versus Tyler Skaggs is in play as well. Dropping down to Jed Lowry at 42, Descalso at 41, or two guys in the low fours. I can get behind in their respective matchups as well. Um, but you go down below, or, uh, around 4K and below, Cattell Marte at 4,000 is in play. The switch hitter, Nico Goodrum at 4K. Not running to play, but he does have that power GPP type upside to keep an eye on. Rugi Odor, Rugnet Odor in a GPP at uh, 3,800 versus Trevor Bauer is someone I definitely... Definitely can look at for you there. I don't mind that at all. A little farther down, though, um, you got the likes of D. Gordon at 37 versus Big Game James. He comes into play for you. Hernan Perez versus Hill if he's got a good spot in the order at 37. Alan Hansen of the Giants at 37 versus uh, Edwin Jackson. I do like that quite a bit if he's leading off Leading off the key word. Uh, young Harris Larte at 3,500 versus Dylan Bundy. We know Bundy can be really good but can also get smoked at times. So you throw a guy out there like uh, like uh, Solarte at 3,500 is somebody you can definitely keep an eye on. 
Uh, when you get down to the below 35 range now, second base has a lot of options, but nothing that really stands out as great. This is one we're going to have to definitely see lineup positioning as the day goes on and uh, get a better idea because even the below threes is really, really weak. So uh, maybe a Chase Day or note if he's leading off for the Giants at 2,800 is a guy you can target, but you might have to pay up at the second base position, at least 4K or so and above. Third base, you have the always great Jose Ramirez at 5,800. He's in a great spot yet again tonight. Arenado at 52 is not bad at all. You can definitely go there. Bregman on fire. All-Star game MVP at 5,000. So great spots as always in the third base spot. Max Muncy's in play. Um, you can even look at like a Jed Lowry again at 4,200. Brian Anderson against Eovaldi at 42 could be a GPP type play. Third base outfit eligible for the Fish. Mentioned Descalso earlier. Jake Lamb at 41 against Marquez is in play. We did mention when it comes to the D-backs, um, you can look at the left side. Uh, lefty's at 319 off Marquez, righty's 286. So you can keep that stuff in mind when you're looking right there. But as you drop down to the 4K below, you have Moustakis and GPP at 41. Eduardo Escobar at 4K versus Duffy are in play for you as well. Mikel Franco, if you're stacking some Phillies, a 4K could be a part of a Philly stack if you're going big. I don't hate that. Colin Moran at 37 versus Tyler Molley is in play for you as well. Take a look at those plays. Uh, if you're going all-in on the Tigers versus David Price, you can go to Candelario at 37, but only if you're going all-in. Don't get too crazy. I do like Solarte again at 3,500 versus Bundy, and Matt Davidson at 35 versus LeBlanc. I think it's a great GPP play there uh, at that price point if you're looking for savings. I think Davidson and Abreu at the corner infields for the White Sox definitely have value for you. Kyle Seeger's only 3,300 versus Big Game James. That does bring some serious value as well. Miguel Rojas at 32 for the Fish is in play. Other than that, that should be about it, unless something else pops up when the lineups come out. Going over the shortstop position, Lindor at 57 is outstanding. Loves hitting lefties in that ballpark. Cleveland is a great play. They should be chalky with the pitching tonight. You can get these bats in there. They're in a great spot versus Martin Perez in that ballpark. They should just go ham on that place. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Trevor Story at 56, a good pivot off of him because it'll be super low owned. If Machado's in the lineup for the Dodgers tonight at 51 versus Wade Miley, he is definitely in play. First game with the new club. Could make things really, really interesting. So keep an eye on Machado at 51. Bogarts at 5K is worth a look as well, weather permitting. But, uh, you know, Lindor is the best play up there. But Story and Machado are both intriguing in their own rights. You got a little farther, like a Gene Segura versus Big Game James at 43. I don't hate uh, if you want to take some savings at the position. Uh, Chris Taylor versus the lefty Miley's in play. Cattell Marte at 4K also in play. Dropping below, you got Jorge Polanco at 3,800. Not running to play it, but could be a, a cheaper play for you. Anderton Simmons against Keiko at 38. Isn't horrible. B. Craw at 37. Love me some JT Riddle at 36. You got some mid three guys here for the shortstop position. You can definitely take a look at uh, Riddle at 36. A pretty solid play for you there. Kiki Hernandez, outfield shortstop for the Dodgers. Make sure he's playing because that trade of Machado could affect things. But he's 3,400 versus the lefty Miley, so he's very much. Worth a look in that matchup. When you get to the bottom of the threes, if Adrian's is in the lineup at 3,100, he could be a punt play. But we like to use Duffy tonight. So check your lineups. Like Alcides Escobar's 2,600. Orlando Arcia's 2,600 for the Brew Crew. If he, I think he's getting called back up for the Brewers. If not, obviously can't play him. Head to the outfield. We have tons and tons of options, as always. You got Mookie Betts at 6K. Outstanding versus Boyd. Outstanding. Uh, Mikey Trout against Keiko at 54, but J.D. Martinez only 53 versus Boyd. Another great play, weather permitting. 
And you slide down like a Matt, Michael Brantley at 4,900 will be sneakier because lefty-lefty people might stray. Brandon Nimmo's 4,900. Love me some Chuvers Bauer in GPP at uh, 4,800. You can definitely see the upside there in that matchup. A Jesse Winker at 47 against Tyon leading off would be really, really nice. Sliding on down, like a Nick Castellanos at 46 is really nice for Steven Price in a GPP kind of stacking situation. I'm not using a lot of one-offs from Detroit, but I don't mind stacking against Price. If uh, if they're going to get Price, they're going to beat him up. They're not going to just get a couple usually. Uh, Lorenzo Cain versus uh, Rich Hill at 46 is very, very nice. like that quite a bit. You go down a little farther, like B, uh, B. Harper at 4,500 versus Sanchez. Corey Dickerson at 45 versus Molly, both in play for you there. Eddie Rosario. If you aren't using Duffy, he's $4,500 and has it lefties very, very well. Sliding on down even farther now. You got like Juan Soto at $4,200 versus Anibal Sanchez. George Springer at $4,300 versus Skaggs. Springer has struggled in the last month to two months, but uh, great matchup, and you're getting him at a massive discount at $4,300. That's a big-time discount for his talent level. Skaggs is no joke, but we've seen Skaggs get blown up as well. Um, it's kind of one of those hit-and-miss plays. Lefties, 286. Righties, 307 off Skaggs again, so... It's hard to go all in on him, but at the same time, it is the Astros, so I don't hate it if you do it. I do like a Teoscar Hernandez at 4,200 versus Dylan Bundy. I keep mentioning some Jays. Uh, Bundy can shut guys down at the same time he can get beat up, so it's kind of a hit-and-miss play there. When you look at Dylan Bundy, the, the Jays have a 4.83 total, currently tied for third highest on the slate with the Red Sox. Lefties 403, righties 288 off Bundy, but I like uh, Teoscar's power in that matchup. Mentioned Brian Anderson already at 4,200 as an option for you. You slide on down uh, in a GPP. You can look at Giancarlo versus Syndergaard at 42. That's quite the discount there. That's why I look at it at a GPP. Giancarlo at 42, big-time discount. Uh, Nelly Cruz and Mitch Hanniger versus Big Game James, 4,100 each. I like that quite a bit. Uh, the Seattle Mariners have the second-highest total on the slate at 5.1. Lefties, 355. Righties, 351. Big Game James can be tilting at times, but uh, you, could, you get the price point at 41 for those two guys, and that is... Insane, insane savings, so keep an eye on those. Justin Upton versus the lefty Keiko at 41. Another GPP-type value play. Love me some Reese's Pieces. Reese Hoskins at 4,100 versus Clayton Richards. is DraftKings, um, they must still be drunk from the uh, All-Star break because some of this pricing, especially in the outfield, really, really bad. The Phillies have a 4.4 total. Lefty's 310, righty's 351 of Clayton Richards. So give me some Reese Hoskins at 4,100. That is just uh, way too cheap. Way, way too cheap for that matchup. That's a great play right there. In your GPPs, you know, you got Joey Gallo, you got Nomar Mazzara. I'm not running to target Trevor Bauer, but I get it. Uh, I mentioned Steve Pierce earlier at 4K. You can look at Matt Kemp at only 4K versus Wade Miley. So another nice, cheaper option there in a really good matchup versus Wade Miley. When you drop below 4K now, you got like Kyle Tucker at 39, Michael Conforto at 39 versus uh, Domingo Herman's a nice play there. Gorky Hernandez, if he's leading off at 39, I can get behind that as well. Farther down you go, uh, Kevin Kiermaier leading off at 38 is a good value play for you there. I like that a, a lot for value. Uh, Daniel Polka at 38, not running to play it, but he's in play for you. McCutcheon at 38 for uh, Edwin Jackson, also in play for you tonight. If Dustin Fowler is leading off for the A's, he's at 3800 bucks. you got some options here. But if you're playing more GPP, Curtis Granderson, because he's always got that home run upside at 3700 is someone you can look at against Dylan Bundy. Dropping down even farther now. You got Nick Williams at 37, not running to play that, but he's a cheapie. Rex Grossman at 36 versus a lefty. We liked him when he was a lot cheaper than that. But I do like me some Steven Duggar. If he's leading off at 3,600 versus Edwin Jackson, that is almost a must play. So keep Duggar in mind in that matchup against Edwin Jackson, leading off at 36. 
Love him. Talked about him on the recent Bench with Bubba with Pat D of the uh, FWO uh, Bench with Bubba episode 107 recorded on Wednesday night. Let's go check that out. Really good stuff there. Dropping down to the 3,500 and below range. Uh, you know, Kiki Hernandez at 34. already mentioned him in, in their matchup. You know, Brandon Geyer's only 3,300 versus Perez. That is extreme value. He loves crushing lefties in a great hitting environment. So you could definitely take a look at him at 3,300 in that matchup. The bottoms of the threes, you're going to have like your Adam Jones of the world. Cole Calhoun at 32, but it's against a lefty. So be careful. Um, you, you'll have a few more down here, but it's pretty much, you know, Alex Gordon, 30. 100. Check your lineups and see what else pops out. Ben Gamble's 3K if you want to punt at that position. But definite options in the outfield. Some good value there with the Kaniger Cruz. Hoskins is too cheap. And some other guys there that you could definitely take advantage of. Let's recap your pitching real quick on this slate. You got Strasburg 1, Bauer 2 all the way up top. And then in the middle, in the 8K range, you got Gibson 1, Arietta 2, Keiko 3, Price 4, Ray 5, down below, you got Duffy, Gaviglio, and Marquez. We'll check out your BVP on this slate and send you on your way. Daniel Murphy, 7 for 13 with a double, triple, and a homer off Animal Sanchez. Matt Wieters, 5 for 12, two homers. Bryce Harper, two triples and a homer. Adam Eaton, two homers. Trey Turner's even taking them deep. So the Nats like them some Animal Sanchez. Freddie Freeman, 16 for 45, four doubles, four homers, a 356 average off of Steven Strasburg. That's good. Nick Marquez is 10 for 34, double and homer, 294 average. So some good numbers there versus Strauss. Um, Victor Martinez, 8 for 17, two doubles, three homers off David Price. That's kind of an old Victor. Mitch Moreland, Benintendi, Sandy Leone have all taken Matthew Boyd deep. Let's keep that in mind. Jose Peraza, 9 for 16, two doubles off a of tie on. He's stolen two bases. Billy Hamilton, 8 for 23, a double, a triple, two homers. And three steals versus Tyon. So Hamilton can be a crazy GPP if you believe in him. I don't, but you can. But Scooter Jeanette, we like. Top price second baseman. He's 10 for 25. Four doubles and a homer. Batting 400 against Jameson Tyon. Jesse Winker's taking him deep. Adam Duvall's taking him deep twice. Adrian Suarez once as well. So the Reds can be in a nice spot, weather permitting, which looks ugly in that matchup. Like CJ Cron, two for two with a double and a homer off Australi. Rio Muto and Martin Prado taking Ivaldi deep. Robinson Torino's two for five, two homers off Bauer. Nothing crazy. Uh, you go down farther. Matt Kemp, eight for 27 with a double and two homers off Wade Miley. Grandal and Forsythe have taken Miley deep as well. Drew Butera, of all people, are six for 12 with a homer off Kyle Gibson. Paulo Orlando, eight for 13, two doubles. Uh, Moustakas, 11 for 33, three doubles and a homer. Gordon, 13 for 40, two doubles and a homer. So all hitting good averages there. Remember, it's a little different Gibson these days, though. Robbie Grossman, 6 for 17, 2 doubles and a homer off Danny Duffy. Uh, McCutcheon, 16 for 41, 3 doubles, 3 homers, hitting 390 off of Edwin Jackson. Panda, 9 for 21, 2 doubles and a homer at 429 average. So could be cheap options there. Nick Hundley, 6 for 16, a double. Uh, B. Cross got a couple doubles. Uh, the Giants could be some value for you. Goldschmidt, 9 for 17, 2 doubles and 4 home runs off Herman Marquez. Keep him in mind tonight. Uh, David Peralta, 8 for 20, 3 doubles and a homer. Owings, Lamb, Marte have all taken Marquez deep. Charlie Blackman, 15 for 33 with a double and four homers off Robbie Ray. Tapia, Desmond, Para, Cargo, Story twice, Marinato once have all taken Robbie Ray deep. They're hitting 346 as a team off of Robbie Ray. Kyle Seager, 8 for 22 with a double and three homers off Shields. He was only like 3,300 or something. Keep that in mind. Nelly Cruz, 9 for 34 with a homer as well. Abreu uh, and Tim Anderson have both taken Wade LeBlanc deep. 
And a Braves 3,400 tonight, so some value there. Martin Maldonado, the cheaper catcher option. He's taking Keuchel deep. Mike Trout, 14 for 41, two homers. Kensler's taking him deep as well. Altuve, 7 for 18 on Tyler Skaggs. But that'll do it. A lot of BVP to look at there, but you'd expect that on a 14-game slate. So good luck tonight. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens on Twitter. Go give us a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. It really, really helped the podcast out quite a bit. Uh, Join us in the Slack chat if any questions you have for all sports, all things. We even have NASCAR going in there now. Just ask for an invite. Hit me up on Twitter, at sportsdgens up, Facebook, whatever. Let us know, and we will get you on in there. But good luck this weekend. Enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. I will be back on Monday. Go check out uh, Andrew McClintock's work. He's got three catchers, uh, three outfielders, and three first basemen you need to own in the second half of the baseball season. Uh, We have Bench with Bubba, episode 106, with Bob Lung, talking a lot of consistency in fantasy football. And Bench with Bubba, episode 107, with Patrick D, talking a lot of fantasy baseball for your second half. Go check those out. Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo, episode 72 is out as well. So lots going on, as usual, at these sports DJs. Go check it out. I'll be back with you on Monday. Good luck this weekend. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, July 20th edition. I'm out.